0: I did nothing. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> All right, welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. Wait, wait, don't you want me to kick it off like yeah, last time? Fine, Greg, go ahead. Welcome to Juicing the Numbers with Josh Tracy. And you are? My name's is Greg. Yet again.
1: Again. Greg has, Greg has <laughs> got no Caroline. Also, no Corwin. Yeah,
0: what's up with that? Where's Corwin?
1: So, Corwin is at, he's in Pittsburgh today. He oh, nice. is, him and his dad got tickets to the, um men's wrestling state
0: championship he was saying or that to I me mean, like last that? time he's really big in the penn state wrestling yeah so was a really good wrestler out of new jersey uh he was a year younger than me uh i am trying to think of where he went to high school but he currently wrestles for Rutgers, and he was the Big Ten champion. And I don't know how much you followed wrestling when you're in high school, because I know North Hardin was a big wrestling high school too.
1: I only knew Bo Rankin as a wrestler. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But I, really, I didn't really follow anything else. I just knew because he was my my year. But anyway, he well, he they, there's a big competition yeah. in, in Pittsburgh, and that's where he's at. So it's just us today. This
0: kid's name was Anthony Ashnot. He, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. No, who that is. all right. I saw him wrestle once. and He wrestled. Uh, matt gilmore and just shit i remember talking to matt gilmore the next day he just said i that was that was ridiculous he said it was the toughest thing he's ever went through i think
1: i mean i just knew that that the kid i knew Bo, used to fuck with kids because he was just so good that when he would do like small time stuff he would fuck with kids by getting behind him and then tucking in the tags on their on their unitards (laughs) while while he was wrestling them
0: Anyway, yeah. So what are we here to talk about? What are we today, here to Josh? Josh, it's the greatest three weekends in sporting history—not history in the year of sports. It's always guaranteed to be an amazing time, Josh. I think you, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I know what we're talking about. It's March Madness. Josh. It is March Madness. It is March Madness.
1: Uh, it, your school's actually in it, right? They lost last night. Oh no! Oh, I
0: can't tell. Let. us Do you want to start there? Sure. Let's start with that. Okay. I own a college. You do? (laughs) (laughs) Man, that joke has not been old. That joke. It hasn't got old. I hate that joke. But that was good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Greg. But anyway, I own a college. Fourth year straight in the NCAA tournament. Four straight MAC conference championships. Led by senior Ricky McGill, this kid was an absolute stud this year. Uh, it was I loved watching him over the past four years. Only player in MAC history to win all to win the conference championship every year he was at the school. It, it's you don't see it often, and it's really cool to to be able to witness something like that. And they had the tough challenge last night where they got to. Uh, do a little one-two-step dance with the North Carolina Tar Heels. But they – Josh, did you watch it? No. Did you watch any basketball yesterday?
1: Greg, I don't really watch basketball.
0: (sighs) Tell me about it. But even if you don't watch – okay. Josh, they shot – they made 10 threes in the first half. Damn. They they were up by five. They were up 38-33 at halftime yesterday. And I cannot tell you – Twitter was blowing up. I don't use Twitter a lot, but this might be the reason I start using Twitter again. Twitter was blowing up. People were going insane. UMBC gave the Gales a shot, a shout out during that game too, hoping that they would be able to join their club. If you know what I mean, Josh? I don't. No, you don't remember UMBC being the first team to be a six to be a sixteen seed? Oh, and they yeah, 14. yeah, yeah. No,
1: no, no. I do remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, it was I. My buddies and I, people I have, I, there's some, some college friends that I talk to throughout the year, but there's some that I talk to just around this time of year, and the text messages that were going back and forth were, we were all shitting ourselves. Like, it was absolutely insane. My one buddy texted me and wrote, I will get the score of this game tattooed if I want to pull off this upset. And my message back to him was, can we do it together? Oh, how cute. So, it, that was... It was unbelievable.
1: Were you always listening to March Madness even before you went to a college oh, yeah, that participated you, in it?
0: I did really poorly on a math test in high school. What? When I was... <laughs> what? I I'm getting there. When I was a junior in high school... Uh, Andy Fitz was my teacher, and the reason that I did really bad on that test was because I ran a March Madness pool four hour class. So when I would get into class that day, he would just let me go through everybody's bracket. And this was before every, absolutely everybody had a cell phone. It was the easiest way to do this as a group of people in high school. I went through every person's bracket. It was the year Lehigh upset Duke. It was me and Michelle Volo were the only two people in that class to. To make that pick.
1: And you're still proud of yourself, And I'm still proud. This I'll talk...
0: Because people talk about it to this day. Little Lehigh University out in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. With none other than CJ McCollum, who is an absolute NBA stud now. Just got his number retired by Lehigh. This team is able to pull up the 15-2 upset over no other than the Duke, Duke. Blue Devils.
1: Yeah. No, that's a big one. Yeah, it's funny because like, I know... I know very colloquial it's funny because whenever I think about a casual how to explain things to a casual like baseball fan or hockey or football or one of the main sports we talk about on here, I just think of myself with basketball because I am fan, fan's even a stretch for me, honestly. Would you
0: go to would you go to a game? I've been so, to games. I've been sorry, to, I'm eating at the same time. Yeah, for no the, for look, those at home. I'm
1: looking Fucking <laughs> crack. Uh no, I I've been to um Nets games. I've been to Knicks games. Um, not not in MSG though. I last Knicks game I went to was um, in Philly. But I've been to basketball games.
0: Wells Fargo Center. How'd you? I've never been there for a basketball game. Do you like it?
1: Yeah, I mean I like it. It feels like any other hockey slash uh, basketball arena where it, you know it just feels like it's utilitarian. But it's fine. I like it.
0: But you, would, you don't consider yourself that much of a basketball fan. Folks at home, not this at is, all. This is going to be an episode of us talking about why Josh is not a fan of basketball. Just heads up. Oh, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's a whole
1: different conversation. That's a whole different conversation. Um, but anyway, let's talk about March Madness again. What are some of the biggest upsets? I know you brought up a couple, but what are some of the biggest upsets that stick out to you still to this day?
0: Oh. Who beat Missouri. Don't look at me like I fucking know. I wanna say it was it might have potentially been North Dakota State over Missouri in two thousand sixteen. Um I remember that that was a that I think they just kinda of blew him out of the water, but I'm in the middle of looking this up. We have technology.
1: Wasn't there a big one just last night? Or
0: uh yesterday? Well, who happened? UC Irvine pulled the upset last night. Against shit, who did they play? Hold on a second, I'm coming back.
1: Oh, uh, Kansas, Kansas State was upset by UC Irvine. Correct. That's what correct. The, that's what the piece of paper on Greg's refrigerator says.
0: <laughs> Let's see which other ones were good. Um,
1: but I mean, like in general, like like are there any. I know you you mentioned the the Lehigh Duke one. Were there any one the other ones throughout your history of watching the sport that you thought really stuck out to you as being crazy?
0: I remember when North Carolina lost to. I don't I don't like remembering it. I want to say it was either George Mason. Uh, yeah, it was I think it was George Mason. VCU didn't see North Carolina in their little trip to the Final Four a couple years back, but yeah, I remember when North Carolina was upset by George Mason and that one was really tough to swallow. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, what what a, a guy. What a guy.
1: All right, so let me run this by you. So I pulled up this um Odds to advance to each round of the tournament by bracket seeds, okay? Mm-hmm. So because, you know, your one plays your 16, a lot of it's just inverse down the line so you can extrapolate the information going down. What do you think the percent chance of the number one seed is to make the second round?
0: What's, what's my – so the percentage chance of a one seed make – of the one seed – sorry, guys. Josh keeps pushing my hand cl- with the mic closer in my mouth. I'm uh, a little lazy right now. Ninety nine Before last year, it was probably ninety nine point six percent. I bet this year, I bet it like kind of dropped because of the UMBC victory. Ninety eight point four.
1: Ninety nine point three. Oh shit. Ninety nine point right. three. Uh, what do you think that the number one seed uh, odds are to advance to the Sweet Sixteens? Greg is chewing. He's
0: chewing. And thinking. And chewing. 60,
1: 67%. 85.3. Wow. There's,
0: there's always... There's, I remember one year, Kentucky was given an eight seed. And after the first round, I believe they had to play Gonzaga... This sweet- Yo,
1: I thought Gonzaga was made the fuck up when what I What do first you mean started. they were
0: made the No, no, I
1: I just didn't think that was a real school. Someone told me one year when I first started, like, paying moderate attention to uh March Madness that Gonzaga won, and I thought they mispronounced something. <laughs> I didn't think that was a real college. I thought they were wrong.
0: <laughs> I just kept calling them
1: Garbanzo Bean for, like, ever.
0: Gonzaga's one of those schools. That doesn't have a football team, but has a really good basketball team.
1: That's why I didn't know who they were.
0: It's like, and they play in the West Coast Conference. And so you know, let's let's talk about that, Josh. Let's talk about Gonzaga.
1: Well, I'm I got oh, i got a, okay. I got Look, a whole we're thing. We're gonna come back got to got the Gunza- whole thing.
0: We'll come back to the Gonzaga thing, and then let's let's keep going through some of these stats. Okay,
1: so what do you think that the number one seed in the March Madness tournaments odds are of making the elite eight?
0: Greg? <laughs> Probably, like, I mean, with the decrease in the last one, I'm going to say this one's closer to, like, 83%.
1: So it's a bigger jump down than that. It is 69.1%. Wow. 60.
0: Well, I mean, at that point, they are playing potentially the four seed. And there is always there's, there is always potential. And if if you get a top four seed, there's always a good chance that that team might make it to the final four. This is true. I uh, that that's something I'll stand by. If you if you make the elite eight and you're a four seed, I, I you still have a really good shot, depending on how that season went and how the committee picked out. The, picked well, it if all you're out.
1: the four seed, you have a fifteen point four percent chance of making the elite eight. Which really, all things considered, it honestly isn't that bad. What do you think the percent chance is for the one seed to make the final four?
0: One seed to the final four. Probably like. It's got to be more than 50. There's, there, there's a reason they're the one seed. I'm going to say... 57%. Greg,
1: you, 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 you pivoted so far onto the other side of wrong. <laughs> Why? Because you started off going lower than everything was, and now you're much higher than everything Well, But is. think about it. 41.2% of making the Final Four. I get,
0: uh, that, how does well, it, is at well, that well, point you're, it, tough, uh,
1: you're playing tougher competition, I get it.
0: Yeah, but, but this, if you have a 41.3% chance at, right, 41.3? but whatever. 41.2% chance, does that mean that the two seed who you're playing has the 69, whatever, whatever? That was so bad. <laughs>
1: oh, I see. I see what you're thinking. Right? No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's out of all the times in history that you know, a one seed has there has been a tournament and there is a one seed. How many times has the one seed making it to the final oh, four? It's not. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You're doing it in absolute oh, terms, and it's not an absolute. Can we terms. try this again? No. <laughs> no, we can't. But well, that makes
0: sense too, because. I feel like it's a new term now. And I feel like I've never heard it before, but you chalk it? like when well, I haven't heard that either. What's that? I, it's, it sounds like when people have been filling out their brackets, they've been using chalking a ter- as in picking the easy pick. Okay. I th- I think. I might have that completely wrong, but based off of that idea of making the easy picks, it's stupid if you pick all one seeds in your final four. It's stupid. It, what ha- Was it... Twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen when UConn won the national champion as an eight seed. Damn. Last year, Syracuse made the elite eight as an eight seed. I Loyola Chicago. Let's talk about Loyola Chicago. Remember how great they were last year?
1: No. <laughs> Greg, I'm. I'm.
0: This I'm, is really talking to a one sided conversation today, isn't it, dude? High I five. I, give me some. Yeah. Or bumping, bumping mics. Dude, like I just I, I don't
1: have any frame of reference for basketball. Like I really don't. I do like college ball more than I like the NBA. Me too. All right. Championship game. What do you think the one seeds odds are of making the championship game?
0: Twenty two percent.
1: Ooh, Greg's close as fuck on this one. Twenty four point three percent chance. Twenty
0: four point three.
1: And what do you think? the number one seed's odds of winning the championship are? 15%. 15.4%. Wow.
0: Give, All
1: right, we're, not, we're not bumping mics anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now here's what you were talking about earlier when you said, you know, oh, that's got to be, it's like it's got to add up to 100. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what's called the true odds. So what do you think the true odds um, of the one seed winning the championship are? relative to all the other
0: seeds. Would it be how does does twenty five percent make sense? Too low higher than 25%. Yeah,
1: like so like, you know, like the 1 seed per- the 1 seed has an x percent chance oh, of so winning, it. the 2 seed has like, an x percent chance of winning it, the 3 seed has an x percent chance of winning it. Maybe like
0: 44?
1: It's actually even higher. It's 61.8%. So if you if okay. you go into the tournament as a 1 seed, you have a 61.8% chance of being You have the more championship. than a, you
0: have more than a 50-50 shot of winning the national championship. I mean,
1: kinda. Yeah. What's crazy is that the 5 seed has a zero percent chance, whereas the six, seven, and eight seed have a two point nine percent chance.
0: I wonder if a fifth seed has ever won national championship, though. Maybe that's maybe that's why it's zero.
1: But even then, doesn't that sound kind of? I mean, does does six, seven, and eight have an easier ride through the tournament than than five?
0: No, but that's that's kind of the fun thing about basketball and the way this comp, this way this tournament works is that yeah, you've got your players who. You've got your teams who will automatically get a bid. But at the same time, you're, there's a committee who's still picking the other team. So some people might say this is wrong. Some people might not agree with what the committee does. It happens every year. Just listen to Dick Vitale. He's always pissed off about whatever the committee has to – however the committee creates the bracket. But, But – It's – it's it. That's kind of the glory. That's part of the glorious part of it is that look. Come on, don't they got Duke and North Carolina as a one seed on the opposite ends of the bracket? And it's the one thing that everyone was talking about when this bracket came out. No way did the committee not set at set that up with the potential. Like not thinking about oh, how great would a Duke UNC national championship be? UNC beats them twice in the regular season without Zion, and then. In the in their third meeting in the semis to the ACC, no way. And then they meet for a third time in the semis sem, semifinals, and Zion Williams is in his second game back. First game being back being the first round of the ACC tournament, and they pull it out. And then the the no way the committee didn't set this up for the fourth meeting. It would be incredible. It would it, hands down most watched NCAA championship if it happens. If. I just screamed. Yeah, that was a lot. Sorry folks at home. How do you how do you keep up with
1: like all the um the storylines and everything though?
0: Um the Duke one's pretty easy for me. I'm a I'm a big UNC fan. I grew up being a UNC fan. Because at- of your dad? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Two cousins that went to North Carolina when I was younger. They were on my dad's side of my family. They were a lot my, these cousins were a lot older than me growing up so i remember one time showing up talking about duke and they're like why are you talking about duke you should never talk about duke i'm like sorry sorry go heels and been a tar heels fan ever since
1: how'd you get into basketball though
0: i went to a middle school i went to school in a very rural area and i was the tallest one
1: so they just, they just put you in basketball had, there was
0: my dad played basketball, but there was I had to at least give it a shot, unlike Corwin
1: well Corwin's story is much weirder because of how his parents acted. What do you mean how his parents acted so because you know Corwin's dad played ball for Penn State when he was in college and he won like a summer tournament with them um and so when Corwin was born, his mom, you know or when it was time for him to play sports his his mother would look, looked at his 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 dad and was like you can't make him play basketball just because you played basketball like he's got to be his own kid and have his own life and his dad was like fine 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 and then they put him in swimming um so he never learned how to be a person on the land and then, and then he grew to being six foot fucking eight incapable of playing basketball and uh is now just made fun of
0: Oh, poor! We love you, Corwin. I hope this is your show. So I hope we go back and listen, and you go back and listen to it. Oh, he has to. Yeah, I, I think he, I
1: think he legally has to.
0: Legally, is that how that works? Yeah. You guys have a contract with the two of you about that?
1: No, 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 no. Not nothing of that sort.
0: Let's talk. Let's talk about what we got on the TV right now. Speaking of March Madness, we're at our second game of the day. Kentucky is currently six points ahead of Wofford. In the 2-7 matchup. And this is one of those other schools, kind of like a Gonzaga, where there's this small school. I'm pretty sure they don't have a football team, but they were floating around the top 25 all year. I saw them as high as 20, I think, as one at one point, And there is a potential that they might have been a little bit higher than that. But there's a lot of people who are really surprised about them pulling off that victory uh, two days ago. Jeez, who did they play la- the other night? Uh, da, 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 da. Seton Hall. And Seton Hall didn't play that well. Dad and I went to Big East championship game. Uh, saw Seton Hall play Villanova, and they were sloppy, passing the ball around, and just not having smart passes, taking dumb shots. Your typical, just not playing like a whole team. So, shout out to Seton Hall. Love you guys. Go Jersey. Go Jersey. Go Jersey. Go
1: Jersey. No. Come on. No. Come on. No. Fuck you, Greg. I want to ask you about about the bracket. Okay, how do you decide who wins?
0: Give me give me a breakdown. So for some of it, it does come to a matchup, but a lot of it a lot of it will come down to how that conference did as a whole. Because if you're playing in a conference such as the Big Ten. Who had top twenty five teams all year, and you're used to playing those high competitive teams. That is definitely one direction that you can take with uh, making your picks. Uh, that's one la- one way I like to do it. Uh, you know, and then there's the tip, and then there's the typical uh, Duke's never a bad pick. UNC's never a bad pick. Um, but when it comes to upsets, I like to look. I I, I think back if they've been in the tournament before, uh, such as a UC Irvine. They've be- definitely been in the tournament um, at least once or twice, maybe three times in the past ten years. So, and they got their first NCAA victory, NCAA tournament victory against Kansas State. They were that. It's just bound to happen at one point. It's kind of like. Um, unfortunately, Villanova did win, but I picked St. Mary's, who beat Gonzaga in the WCC championship game. And the reason I picked St. Mary's is because I knew if there was one year, I knew if there was one year where Villanova was going to get upset, this could have been the year because they didn't have that great of a regular season. I mean, don't get me wrong; they won the Big East, but the Big East wasn't that competitive. St. John's wasn't that good. Marquette wasn't that good. Uh, Shout out St. John's. Joe Scribani, head of marketing, used to work for him at Iona. Good dude. (laughs) Worst person alive. But... It, but it, that stuff, like, so there's there's reasons why you pick the ACC teams because they've been playing the UNC's all season. That's why a lot of people were a lot of people wanted to pick Vermont. Vermont's a very good team. Um, they didn't get into the Amer they didn't get into the NCAA tournament last year because of a buzzer beater in the uh, conference championship game from U- UMBC. And people thought they were going to come out guns blazing because they needed some redemption from last year. But you have to remember, Florida State played in the ACC it's very uncomp it's there's you can't argue it
1: so is a lot of this um like so do you, what's a good way to put in this so a lot of this is your knowledge of where these teams are playing their competition level their history in the conference do you ever like get into like styles of play like do you ever get like that gritty into it or, or or if, if you don't, lot. it's do it's you think tough. that'd be advantageous to do so, or do you think like yeah. something like a competition level is going to be just too big of a factor?
0: That's definitely something you hear them talk about all the time on the broadcast. I'll will bring up this Iona team again, and a lot of the reasoning, a lot of the reasons why people don't think Iona do well in the tournament is because and it happens with a lot of teams, if you're a mid-major team and you're playing a style of basketball where you get a matchup with a team who plays a very similar style matchup, they don't really give you a whole lot of a chance to win. They think that you'll basically get beat at your own game. And if you're doing the same thing that one of these bigger, more competitive schools do with a lot more competitive teams, it's, just, it's real tough at that point. It's really tough.
1: What uh what what causes a lopsided matchup? Like I know what causes a bad looking matchup in football or basketball or baseball or hockey or some shit. Like it, wasn't there a blowout over the weekend? Today's the weekend. I mean yesterday in in college basketball? Yeah. Um wasn't me, like a 70 to 40 game or some shit? There was
0: one real bad one. Oh, it was Houston over Georgia State. Georgia State's a fun team. Um, They pulled off a really good upset a couple years ago. Uh, I forget what the head coach's name was. He was the guy that broke his leg. And yeah, he broke his leg after the first game. So he had to have a wheelie chair to be out on the court and like to be an act like a almost like a doctor's stool with the wheels on the bottom. You know what I'm talking about? No. You know, like the round circled stools and they've got wheels on the bottom and you can it's like it's almost like a drum thrown on wheels okay okay he was literally on one of those on the sideline and they pulled off the i think they pulled off the second up the second game upset too in the second round he literally fell off off that seat in one of the games (laughs) it was hilarious um but anyway uh, but so, like, what, 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 seventy
1: what, what, to what what, what, what? what causes a seventy to forty? To fucking.
0: Well, let's let's. I'm gonna go back to this Iona game again. Why did Iona play real well in that first half? How were they able to get away with that five point lead in that first half? And the reason, because of that, was UNC was just not making making their shots. Luke May was playing really well underneath the baskets. His shots just weren't going in. Kobe White was making some good shots, but he was still missing a lot, too, in that second half. And the second they came out in the second half, Tori Hill started with the ball, hit one three-pointer. I just started laughing. I was like, that's it. That's, that's That's the downfall. If you come out in the second half and you hit that first shot as easily as they did with as much, like... Ease. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's it was game over.
1: So would you just call that like a like a, a problem with coaching adjustments, or or just skill eventually taking over?
0: I think yeah, that I think it's skill. Just take. Let's go back to this whole competitive thing. It, the reason why upsets are upsets, and the reason why people get excited when a lower seed beats a higher seed is because part of that reasoning is that that lower seed might have not seen this same competition during the regular season, but they were able to prove prove themselves on that level during that upset when they made that upset.
1: Do you get excited still when you see low seeds beating high seeds? Yeah. Upsets oh, it's so fun. I'll ru- I've noticed I'll you ru- still ru- pick UNC here as your national I know. championship winner. Uh,
0: before, the, before the brackets even came out, am not going to lie, I put $5 down on UNC just to win the whole thing up front. How much would that pay? 70 bucks. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. It's a good bet. And it was – I'm trying to think when I placed the bet. It might have been right after they lost to Duke in the ACC ACC tournament. I said, they'll get their chance. They'll get their other chance. They're a good team this year. Luke Mays really looking to go out on a bang. Uh, It's – it was – in past years, I would – past years, I never put money down on basketball, and I really made one bracket only, and I had no other choice but to just pick Iona to be the national champion. Uh, Directing a pep band and being there around it and being part of it really changes your perspective on things.
1: Was being around the basketball team as a 6'5 dude, did they ever be like, Greg, why don't you step on the court? No. No? No. They're never like, you big, goofy-ass tuba player. (laughs) Josh,
0: I led the band. I know, but I led the band. You're just so tall. I know, but these kids were... The one thing, and I, I tell people this all the time, the one thing I loved about working for the athletics department was that people never commented on my height. Never. Really? Never commented on my height. It was it was very rare if somebody did.
1: Because I feel like someone would have said something, especially
0: in the athletics department. No, it's because there's, we got all these basketball players that are already like 6'10". Everyone else that worked there was a pretty tall dude too, to be honest. My... Tom Moran was like six seven. He used to be the marketing guy. Now is the now works there. I hear a door. Who's here?
1: It could be previous guest on the show, Caroline, who oh, also no. lives in this apartment. Oh
0: no! Who
1: might have locked herself out out of sheer stupidity?
0: What if it's Matt Tory? Nah. No. Should I get up and unlock it or just let it happen? Oh, it's Caroline.
1: She's trying. She's she's trying.
0: Yeah. I was sorry. I like the deadlock better than the uh normal lock. Then pick one. I don't know. Oh we should get a third one. Yeah, let's get a third one. Project. Project for Greg.
1: Oh, I had a question already too. Fuck what was it?
0: no oh boy yeah it's a real travesty
1: when that happens
0: come on caroline this is your fault she just said dope hey buddy hey buddy how is how was the match Um, Eh. they're not not good all right well we'll talk about it later what else josh You're gonna talk about basketball. We've been talking about basketball.
1: Yeah, why did um, why did you want to talk about March Madness, there, Greg? I love March Madness. I know, but but what made you wanna, what made you wanna, Josh? I had such a great time
0: the last time I was here. Why, why not sit down with you when one of the really good games is on? Is on? Did I say that right? Who knows, Caroline? Did I say that right? She's Caroline. Says yes, it's fine. Why not sit down (laughs) with you with two microphones? We can be bumping mics hate you so much <laughs> that was Mike Molestation we get to watch this exciting game of basketball we're watching the can as mentioned yeah, before the Greg, Kentucky waffle game watching basketball is not radio <laughs> I know it's it's kind of I mean we're talking yeah uh, <laughs> it kind of is have you seen let's talk about the barstool guys no all right no barstool sorry barstool
1: what 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 so you said that you also like March Madness more than you like the uh, NBA. Why do, why do you why is that the case for you? The abbreviated matchups, the more even playing field? Yeah,
0: and I think there is that there there is don't get me wrong, there are some schools that do not have a sense of community, but there are definitely a lot that do and when you see one of those schools like the Loyola Chicago's of the world that have that sense of community at their school and they're able to pull off that big win uh in front of their crowd and have everybody backing them up with backing them up. It was it's a really cool experience to be able to see somebody else witness something that great.
1: I think one of the things I like about it, is it has almost like a soccer style atmosphere to it. I love the fucking chanting and shit. Yep, and the, I love the chanting and, and shit. And
0: the band. Oh I love mm-hmm. the band That's why I
1: like watching um did you watch I doubt you did because of the stupid fucking time it was on. But the uh baseball season started. Via a two-game series between the um, Oakland Wait, we're A's. In, we're,
0: in, it's, we're done with spring training? We're in no, it? Oh. we're
1: not done with spring training. What, they, what the MLB did was they had a two-game series between the uh, Seattle Mariners and the Oakland A's in Japan that took place on Thursday and Friday.
0: And they were spring opening? They were spring still technically spring games?
1: No, no, no. Those were regular season games. So for those two teams, the Mariners and the A's, their season started.
0: Is that why, what's
1: his name, retired? So, yeah, Ichiro got to be on the Mariners team in Japan and play, you know, as a player uh, for those two games and then retired, announced his retirement right before the second game of the series, the final game of the series um, in Japan.
0: That's really cool. It was
1: amazing. That's a cool experience. It was amazing. What
0: time was it on in the States?
1: I turned each game on at my desk at work. So at like seven a.m., and they were in like the third or fourth inning.
0: So they probably started at six a.m. state time.
1: Probably yeah, maybe six or 30. hour time ta- Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, um, but it was one really because that's the first time I ever watched Japanese, if you can want to call it that, baseball, like in person. They're not in person, but like live, mm-hmm. uh, because you know. Japanese fans, even though it's American teams, Japanese fans, and the way they treat the game there is so much fucking fun. Oh my god! With
0: all the fun. chanting, so
1: much chanting,
0: so is much it, music. Isn't the same in? Uh, is it the same in Mexico? Are they treat baseball the same way? Kind of like they treat baseball. I think like baseball
1: that too? everywhere is treated kind of like that, except for except the for U.S. You. Yeah, because I know I know Korea's like like that too. Why are we lazy fans? I think it's less lazy, and I think it's more of just this somber attitude that got brought to the game when it was first founded, given the Puritan-style culture of the States. Yep, and considering, considering
0: considering it did start in the United States.
1: That's what I like about college basketball, is that it has that kind of emphatic really mm-hmm. or fanatic you know to to bring around the the origin of the term fan fanatic vibe around it you know i would really love There's no corporate seats at a college basketball no, game
0: uh, well not really though uh, nah, n-
1: n- not not to the right. extent at msg
0: yeah not like yep not like msg um but like even cameron indoors that whole lower bowl is just filled with students and to be honest i may be wrong but I am I remember hearing once that those are all graduate students. None really? of them Yeah, none of them are undergrad students. Those are all graduate students who attend who sit in that lower bowl. Isn't that crazy?
1: That really fucking is. Seriously. Are you ever gonna go to graduate school at Iona so you can sit in those lower bowls? No, bowl I don't seats? Know.
0: we'll see what happens. Iona, you don't need it. No, you don't need to be a graduate student to have those seats. Not at Iona. Not, not at Iona. <laughs> Still love you. Go Gales. Go Gales. But no, I would love to. I would love to do a basketball arena tour during the season, and go to a lot of those big matchup games just to be in that atmosphere. Um, Kansas, the Jayhawks Field House. Oh, I would love to. I think I, I don't think it's called the. I think it's named after somebody. Uh, but it is a really, really cool atmosphere. I remember my freshman year, Iona had an away game there, and I watched it, and it was just unbelievable. It was crazy. Oh, and I'm looking up this field house.
1: What team's got your favorite jerseys?
0: Allen Fieldhouse. Not Oregon. Are those the orange ones? No, Oregon's the one with the neon green that blinds your eye. Oh, yeah, that shit sucks. It's so bad.
1: Fuck you, Oregon. <laughs> Shitty-ass state.
0: I I really love when teams just go to, like, a standard classic look. Like, I'm looking at Wofford's jerseys right now. Just has Wofford on the front. Just straight black jerseys. Those, the, it's great. Hey, Monkey. Hi, baby. I
1: think the only team, teams, I guess, I'll, I actively root for... In March Madness, is I, I I do root for the Gales.
0: Thank you. Because, go Gales. Yeah, go Ready. Gales. Thank God, <laughs> it's
1: such a mistake every time I do it. No, it's not. Um, and then I'll root for uh, Michigan State. Why Michigan State? My grandfather went there, and Aww. he still watches all their sporting events and roots for them in March Madness and that kind of shit. Like the, the only college, the only college athletics I grew up with was watching occasional. Um, Michigan state games and either football or basketball because my grandfather. Yeah. So,
0: and, and you wouldn't, that was the only time you'd watch college basketball
1: or college football when I was a kid. Like those were the only two things
0: that I'd ever actually,
1: and we never really even like watch, watched them. Cause my grandfather is my grandfather and he doesn't, he'd rather talk about, anything <laughs> he just loves talking so we wouldn't even really be watching but like i know that's my only e- exposure to college athletics so those are the only teams i'd ever actually root for but go michigan state go wolverines
0: i thought you said it was michigan state yeah oh trojans no
1: yeah no michigan state is the wolverines
0: no that's mich that's michigan
1: oh damn it i always get this shit backwards sorry for those
0: who live so in it's michigan. the trojans no they're the spartans spartans
1: fuck See, this is the level of detail that is involved in me watching college athletics.
0: Um, besides uh, University of Southern California, uh, the other mascot who's named Trojan are condoms. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. Appreciate it. You're they, the
1: Tro- Spartans look like Trojans.
0: Yeah, they look like them, but it's, they're not. What's, what's Yeah, it? but they look like them. What's the... I, okay, cool. What's the difference between a Trojan and a Spartan, Caroline? You want to chime in? It's definitely a condom joke. What's the difference? What's the difference? Go ahead, tell me, Greg. No, that's what I'm literally asking. What's the difference between a Spartan no, and a Trojan? No, Spartan is
1: an ancient Greek civilization. Spartans were ancient Greek uh, people who relied, re- resided in the city-state of Sparta, whereas Trojans were an even more ancient uh, rival of the original Roman people.
0: Better answer than I can give you.
1: The Trojan War is what sparked the beginning of Aeneas and the journey of the Aeneid, which led to the founding of Rome. Because I learned that shit in high school Latin.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't remember anything from high school. I I remember besides Louisville, what I was talking about before.
1: I remember I remember really failing my high school AP Latin test. <laughs> I remember doing very not good on that.
0: <laughs> Wofford just rebounded four sec four uh, down by four forty five seconds. This is this is insane.
1: They can't do it, Greg. They can't do it. Yes, it's going to be Kentucky. Oh,
0: come on, goaltending! Oh, the follow-up tip in, make <laughs> it a two-point game. Thirty-seven seconds. Yeah, now there's Kentucky thirty-seven point
1: nine seconds. Is about to last five minutes of. See, real life. and
0: Josh, let's look how great this is. Wafford is going has the potential to upset University of Kentucky. Unbelievable. Calipari might go down in the round of thirty-two. Unreal. I don't
1: understand a word you just said. All right. Then also, this is the first I've ever heard Walford
0: in my life. Ever. Ever. That's incredible. Josh, can I go grab another beer and make a little bit of uh, a plate of Chinese?
1: No, you are forbidden. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, but what's going to happen in the meantime?
1: We'll sit here and I'll put, just leave it on silence. so I know what to
0: edit out. All right. All right, we're back. Yeah, it looks like Walford's about to lose this game. Yeah.
1: fucking told you they would. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I can play the audio back. Yo, you know what was really satisfying was I was having a conversation with Corwin on I the want show. You to, I
0: want you to go back and edit in at this point when you said Kentucky would win.
1: No. So um, we were having a discussion. It was a baseball thing. I had to edit this whole thing out because it was just absolute nonsense garbage. But there was this whole confusing discussion because Corwin got lost in a relatively complicated question I asked. And then he said that I never asked him this. Like He said, like, I changed my story or something crazy, and I went back and listened to it during the editing process, and I was right and he was wrong, and I didn't hold it over him because I'm not petty like that. But it was really satisfying <laughs> to go back and listen to that shit and be like, fucking knew I was right.
0: I fucking knew I was right, fucking dumb bitch. And that's what I'm telling that's what I'm saying. Make sure you put in that part back in. I'm not
1: putting anything back in anything. This is what it is. It is you. You. You're wrong. Yeah, I feel bad that I don't know have anything else you have to really nothing say. Nothing
0: to say about basketball.
1: I don't watch basketball. This was your. I was trying to do a friend a favor with this episode Aww. because Greg Aww. wanted to do some shit, and I like my friend Greg. He's a good guy. But I have nothing to say about the world of basketball because I don't like basketball. Which Every- I think really surprises people that I don't like basketball. But
0: everyone should like basketball. There's no point. Have you talked about your trip on this show yet? What trip? Your trip to Kansas City. I haven't done it yet. All I've done is book the stuff. Did you talk about how you booked it, though?
1: Well, like with my fingers?
0: No, like I'm on my the computer. Show. No, I haven't talked
1: about it. Honestly, you haven't, this, this, you this, haven't
0: told the people at home that you're going to Kansas City for Yankees baseball? I'm
1: going to Kansas City in May I uh, with my good friend Matt Torrey. Who No, he hasn't been on the show before. Yeah, but he's, he's around.
0: He said he's been on the sh- He said the other day that he's been on the show. No, the first
1: show. Yeah, not not on this one. Oh. But anyway, um we're going to go watch Yankees baseball. Yankees play the Royals. We're going to go to uh, the uh Negro League Baseball Museum. Talk we're, to me about that. The Negro League Baseball Museum? Yeah. Um well, you know what the Negro Leagues are?
0: Go No, tell the people at home.
1: <laughs> this is supposed to be the March Madness episode my friend. Uh Negro Leagues was the segregated league that the uh that black people who wanted to play baseball began in order to have a way to play professional and organized baseball. Um it was started after the major leagues were segregated and started by Rube Foster, um set number of teams, played a lot of exhibition games, played a lot of games against themselves. I'm not really sure what to say about its origins. It has a bunch of famous stars that came out of it. Yeah, like who? Jackie Robinson being the guy who broke the color barrier. Yep, yep, Number 42 is the only number retired across all of baseball. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hank Aaron, Mm. Willie Mays, I think Willie McCovey even come out of it. Um, Satchel Paige is, I think, one of the coolest dudes in existence. Why is that? Dude just dripped swagger, man. I mean, you look at his old school last wind up. This huge, like he'd like throw both hands back and then throw both hands really high up and then he'd throw both arms out and then he would throw the ball. And it was just fuck on all his like little mannerisms on shit and all the stories around him. Of, like this thing, like there's this one story that these people were looking at this uh, this wood fence and there was a hole in the fence and they were like, "I think it's just big enough for a baseball." And they're like, "Satchel, you think you can throw a ball through that?" He was like, "Yep." And then he just steps away, like you know, sixty feet or so, about a mound's distance away, and then just throws a fastball straight through the hole of this ball of this wall.
0: Did it like? It was like perfect. The hole was a perfect size oh, for yeah. the ball. Mm-hmm. That's incredible.
1: I, I just love. Like, he has all kinds of old school weird stories about him. No one knew how old he was. Like no one knew. He how never had he. an age. He never gave an age, and he often would lie about how old he was to confuse people because he thought it made him more intimidating of a baseball player. Wow. He ended up making the major leagues when he was in his 40s. Really? Yeah, because he was a little bit older. Um, and I think he pitched in his 50s. I think he had an inning an he pitched at like 52 or some shit, or, you know, quote-unquote 52 since no one truly knew his age. All kinds of funky shit, he would say. All kinds all kinds of like, uh, like idioms that he would he would drop about how to how to stay young and how to be good at baseball Mm -hmm. cool fucking dude Mm -hmm. but then you got like josh gibson's a famous name um yeah yeah that's awesome i'm excited to see it i actually got inspired to go because of how big of a fan i am of cc sabathia
0: yeah yeah because cc goes there every
1: year when he goes to kansas city to play ball
0: he goes to the Negro League Hall of Fame every year.
1: Every year and he takes some players from the Yankees, especially if there's any black players on the Yankees who haven't gone before, and he'll like, you know, give them a little tour and show them a little piece of history and you know, all that kind of like he, he, He's really big into it because you know, he is an African-American person mm-hmm. who plays baseball and uh, his um his Players Weekend spikes last season was actually uh it said Black Aces on it, which is the Five, I think, African-American pitchers who have won 20 baseball games in a season. And there's only been five in the history of baseball. Really? Yeah.
0: That's really cool. I think think it's like
1: CeCe. I think it's like Bob Gibson. Um, Oh, I forget who the other ones are. I want to say like Vita Blue or some shit. But I can't think of it off the top of my head. What was that name? Vita Blue. Spell that. V-I-D-A and then the color blue.
0: Hmm. So...
1: Greg's chewing Chinese.
0: I love the band Fish. Yes. And Paige McConnell is the keyboard player. Okay. When Fish broke up in two thousand and three, uh I th- Paige went off and did a little solo stuff and he did a trio named Vita Blue. Really? It's spelled the same way. Really? Um and it was so him on keyboards and then Hotel Burbage on bass guitar. Do you know Otel
1: th- Burbage? That's a fucking name. Do
0: you know who that is? No. We played bass for the Allman Brothers for a little bit towards the end of their time. Um his brother played he just passed away. Rest in peace, Kofi. Um he used to play uh flute and keyboards, right, Caroline? He played keyboards too in Taneshi Trucks. I'm not listening to you at all. Kofi Burbage? He played keyboards too, right? I don't know. All right, good talk. But that's my story about Vita Blue. Yeah, he was a baseball player. He was a pitcher. Oh, and the drummer was the drummer from the Meters. I can't think of his name. I can
1: right think now. Vita Blue might have been Canadian. I gotta look that up. I feel like he might have been the first because he was a pitcher with the. No, I'm thinking of Fergie Jenkins. That's who I'm thinking of. Fergie Jenkins was the was the black Canadian pitcher for the Fergie Cubs. Fergie Jenkins. Fergie Jenkins. That's an interesting name. Dude, I fucking love baseball names. <laughs> I was talking to, I was talking to Corwin once, and he asked me what I thought of Moose the player, and I had to look at him and I had to say which one, because there's just more than one guy who went by Moose.
0: That's really funny.
1: Yeah, Mike Moussina and Mike Moustakis.
0: You couldn't even say, oh, you know, Mike, because they're both they're Mike both Mikes. Too. Yeah. Shit. Wow, that's not fun. There was a guy playing for, uh, shit, what game was it? I was listening to one of the games. I, th- fuck. Do you remember the old? I think it was the Minnesota game. It was the Minnesota Louisville game. And the guy's last name was Coffee. Oh,
1: that's funny. I don't know I if it was a spelled guy, the my same way, name, but it was coffee. I got a guy at my office who's the last name coffee.
0: How does he spell it? Like the drink. C-O-F-F-E-E. That's how you spell it. It's- <laughs> did, it what's, did he? Has he done a 23andMe to find out that his family just worked on a bunch of coffee farms?
1: No, man. He's old.
0: Oh. Did he work on the coffee farms? <laughs> no, he works in our data department. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh, do, you, do you remember the old Red Sox outfielder Coco Crisp? Yeah. Oh, God. that That's name, a good name. That name gave me life when I was a kid. Coco fucking Crisp. That'll do it. Yeah. Sounds
0: like the cereal.
1: I also used to love shouting Alfonso Soriano's name around the house when I was a child.
0: Why? Because it has such a great shouting. Alfonso, name. Alfonso Soriano.
1: Soriano. It's such a great shouting name. I'm
0: so happy we just did that at the same <laughs> time. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I got you. I got. <laughs> Alright, that, that, that works for
1: me. Dude, Alfonso Soriano has such a good Al- show. Alfonso Z- Soriano. Oh, I fucking loved doing that all the time. I was so funny. sad when we traded him. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye.
0: I hope you find your friends.
1: All right, Greg. Is there anything else you have that is March, about basketball, March Madness, or basketball related? You know what I wanted
0: to talk about. We didn't get to Gonzaga. Let's talk. We never about, got back to Gonzaga. Let's get back to Gonzaga. Go I know ahead. Been a little bit, and then I got one other thing that I want to bring up and see uh, what your thoughts are on it. First, even though I know you don't watch a lot of March Madness, but let's go back to Gonzaga. You got it. Gonzaga lost their conference championship game in the West Coast Conference to Saint Mary's. It was the 1-2 matchup in the conference. St. Mary's was unranked. Gonzaga was at least top five in the country. So, you would think after they lost the nat- their conference championship game to an unranked team, they would be punished a little bit when it came to the seeding. In the NCAA tournament, you would think that the committee... Here we go talking about what the committee gets pissed off about. You would think that the committee would recognize that they lost that game and potentially give them a lower seed. Instead, and you give me your thoughts on this, they still got a 1 seed. Now, granted the committee didn't give them the the, e- the easiest path to the final four. So they've got to go up against Syracuse and then Syracuse, they have to go up against Florida state. And then if they were to beat Florida state, they was, they would have to go up against Michigan who are looking to make their second trip back to the national championship this year. But at the same time, I don't think you deserve a one seed. If you lose your conference championship, same, um, I will say I'm definitely surprised that UNC received the one seed. I was, I wasn't expecting that. Um uh, granted they did have a really good year. Uh they finished twenty seven and six, but I, I really wasn't expecting that. And same with Virginia. Virginia lost in early rounds of their conference tournament, but they still got a one seed two. So when do we start putting some emphasis on winning your conference championship? Because look at a team like uh look at look at a team like Syracuse now. Uh I mean, granted they lost In their first round game to Baylor. But because they lost in their conference championship. That gave them more time to rest. More time to recover. And be ready for a challenge that's a little bit more important than just their conference championship. Don't get me wrong. Both a national championship and a conference championship will be in the rafters for the same amount of time. No matter which one you get up there. But it's clear that everybody should be going against the same one. But... Going back to my point, I don't think Gonzaga should've gotten one seed.
1: Who would you put there instead? Uh,
0: probably Tennessee. Uh they had a really good season in the SEC. I don't think they made out too well in the tournament, but it was something that not a lot of people were expecting to happen. Uh just they were they floated around, they were number one seed in the country for a couple weeks. They floated around that top ten. Um, in the AP polls, I, I think they could have potentially received one of those one seeds. Uh, I'm looking around the bracket a little bit more. Same with LSU. LSU had a really good year. LSU got a three seed. Uh, they pulled off the upset in the SEC tournament. I, I think they could have potentially gotten a higher seed too. But I don't, like, people were getting pretty upset about M- Michigan State not getting a one seed. Uh, it's... And not only that, they were upset. So the way it works is granted, you're all one seed, but you're still. So, like, the lowest two seed is going to play in the same bracket as Duke for the sake that, like, Duke, if they're the overall one seed in the entire tournament, they should be playing the worst team. But instead, they got. Michigan State got a little gypped where they had a really good season in the Big Ten. and, And. and they would their path to the Final Four would have to be through Duke, which just isn't fair. Like it should have to go through Gonzaga. Gonzaga probably got off easy with the fact that they, were, if to get to the Final Four, they'd have to go through Michigan instead of Michigan State.
1: You, see, you used a word though that the NCAA is not concerned with, and that's the word fair.
0: Oh, do we have to go to this with the players being paid? Is that next? Oh
1: god, that's a hefty subject though.
0: Can you want to skip it? I'm down to skip it.
1: Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to talk about it. But I will say that the NCAA does not give two fucks about the word fair.
0: To, it's sorry listeners at home, we're not going to go there. <laughs> now Josh, okay, let's I know you don't watch a lot of basketball, but I know you like business and the business world as much as I do. Oh, I'm dying
1: for this question.
0: Give me your thoughts on just the sponsorships, the the way March Madness is set up as a whole, the way it's, it tries to make money. not Don't talk to me about them making a lot of money and the players not getting paid to be there. I, I get it. People have their sides to it. But just give me, th- you might not have anything. Give me thoughts about just how the NCAA sells March Madness and the way they promote it as a whole to get as much viewership as possible.
1: Oh, they make it a personal challenge for people. Which I think is the the best way to do it. You know, they they make you have an attachment to it by 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 ma- you know make your own bracket. Warren Buffett's got this whole thing; he's going to pay it out. You know, they got it on the scale of fantasy sports, where it's you can make fantasy brackets. There's bracket challenges. Everything is about you making a bracket to follow along with the the tournament, which I think is genius the way they do it's perfect the the bracket in and of itself the way the tournament's structured makes total sense they do it only on weekends which makes sense and uh but the idea that they have a personal level of involvement for people who might not even have any ties to any of the schools that are in it shit's fucking brilliant
0: and uh, on to go on that too i'm I actually kind of surprised you went in that direction that's not where i thought you were going to go at all but we'll what you think i was going to go we'll get we'll get back to that because i like this um you're right about the personal connection and someone like Miss Caroline who's sitting over there, she can fill out a favorite bracket just based on, it could just be her favorite color. Yeah. Why would I do that? But that's the thing is that you might not want to do that, but someone who just wants to be involved.
1: People at my office do that. Yeah. Yeah. Shockingly
0: enough. Pick, pick someone, which mascot. In my
1: office do. picked by alphabetical order.
0: Yeah. Pick by your favorite mascot. Pick by the state that they're in. Maybe pick the teams who are closer to you than anything. So, I th- that's a real interesting point that you brought it to, but I really wanted to get into who the sponsors are. See,
1: I don't know who the sponsors are. I was actually wondering why you brought that up because I didn't know who they were. I want to talk about they? who the
0: sponsors are. I want to talk about how the NCAA... Wait, this is... Hold on. I got to grab one other thing. We'll... Josh, you might have to just... Yeah. Josh, what do I have here?
1: You have NCAA Powerade Paper Cup. When I
0: was a junior in college, it was the first of four years that Iona made the NCAA tournament. And it was the first time in school history that both the men's team and the women's team uh, won the conference championship and were going to the NCAA tournament. We flew out to Denver to play Iowa State for the men's team. uh, And then we... Albany,
1: right? For the women's?
0: No, the women were down in Maryland. So we had to fly out to Denver. We were out there for three days. We flew in, got, the, got in at night. Uh, the next day was the practice day, so we got to explore Denver a little bit. And then our game was the next day in the afternoon. And then after we lost, we flew home. Um, there was snow. Our flight was delayed. We didn't get in until like 2, 4 in the morning. We had also, to-
1: Denver International Airport is a terrible airport.
0: They run all of these guys on charter planes.
1: Oh, looking for them.
0: Yeah. So it it really wasn't the struggles of the... uh, Really wasn't the struggles of...
1: The common man.
0: Yeah. But... And then, so the next day, got home at 4 a.m. The next day, we had to be at the train station for 2 p.m. to take the train down to Maryland for a women's team who were playing the University of Maryland the following day. And when we were there, that uh, that's uh, the last... Right after we lost. <laughs> so I... There was a whole stack of these NCAA Powerade cups. And I thought it would be hilarious to th- if I owned these. So every year since, I break them out to use to drink my beer out of during the games. <laughs> Josh is stuffing his food, his mouth with food. Reading
1: Chinese, all right? There's no graceful way of doing it. You do it the way you do it, and you embrace it.
0: But so here's the thing about these cups, though, Josh. Tell me about the cups, Greg. If you walk... Out of the tunnel, onto, in, into the arena, visible of, anyone's sight, you must be drinking out of one of these NCAA Powerade cups. There were signs everywhere that said NCAA cups only, and I am not exaggerating. And they were, you can ask anybody who's ever been to an NCAA tournament for the media for the band. You must use these cups because they will stop you and put their arm out and say, oh, no, you got to put that into a different cup. And you're – it's absolutely – so there is a side of the NCAA when it comes to their marketing where they are kind of – the best way to put it is marketing Nazis. Like the, like when we were in Pittsburgh, they even covered up one of the sponsors' name on the Jumbotron because it wasn't in the name of the arena, but they had – the sponsorship location for the arena on the Jumbo John, and they had to cover it up with, like, with a black tarp. It was really interesting. And, and these, these are kind of the little things that the common man won't pick up on. This is just, you know, marketing. Good old Greg.
1: Greg is above the common man when it comes to noticing these marketing idiosyncrasies.
0: Well, when you do it for a living, it's just the way it goes. Oh, is that what you do now? Marketing. High oh, five.
1: No, oh, I don't want. Ah. That feels dirty. Don't touch me. Oh, he's bumping me. <laughs> oh, I've been bumped.
0: bumped bumping mics. Um, All
1: right, Greg. One more question, and then we're going to end it for today. Oh, wait. No, I got one other thing, too. Ah, oh, fine. Go okay, ahead. Let me go on.
0: Going on this whole thing. Now, the one thing I also found super interesting about the sponsorships this year is that AT&T is a big sponsor for the NCAA. And they, they've, been, they've been running these campaigns... Uh they've been running this campaign for at least the past couple months. Uh just okay is not okay. Have you seen those?
1: No, what does that mean?
0: They basically take real life examples of I like the one. Which one's the mechanic one, Caroline? Wait, come here, tell me tell the people. Come tell the people. Okay. Okay. Caroline's come and tell the people. <laughs>
1: The one where the guy goes to the uh, auto repair shop oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. and goes to fix his brakes, and the mechanic is just like, eh, if these don't work, something will stop them. And he's like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then AT&T goes, just okay is not okay. And so that's how they try to sell their cell phone service with that little catchphrase. But the thing that's so funny about this, and then I want to raise a question to you, Josh, is that, the N- is that AT&T created a created an advertising campaign using this whole idea of just okay is not okay and they've created a character through their marketing and this character's name is Phil and he's supposed to be a sports broadcaster but they talk to him about uh they they talk to him about like he just doesn't his persona is stupid his persona is a bad commentator uh the one example that I'll give is that they mention how he's doing the color commentary and he just starts going, Yeah, and that blue looks like a really nice blue with the help of form. Phil, that's not how you do the color commentating. You you need to start talking about the game. And the other team's just wearing white. And then the catchphrase, Just okay is not okay. And so now I wanna I wanna propose this question to you, Josh. Do you think that ACMT created the just okay is not okay campaign? specifically knowing that this was coming up and it would be something that they could play into this whole campaign with this being one of the later additions to it? Like, do you think they had this one planned out from the beginning? Do you think they had this one planned out for the NCAA tournament eight months ago? Eight I'm months? Reading- what do you think? Eight months? Is that fair, Caroline?
1: I was just say I I am waiting for you to tie this back into the JFK assassination at this point. <laughs> I, I mean, and then they shot him. <laughs> well, we're taking that part out. <laughs> but no, Greg, fucking no. I think that they adapted their marketing so the uh, campaign to 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 fit the tournament. Cuz if it, I bet if that shit failed, they would have stopped. I think you read way too much into this. Um and no. <laughs> Is my final answer.
0: I would like to also mention that this is the first year where Powerade is not the sports drink sponsor for the tournament. Why is. is that worth pointing out? Uh, it's interesting, you know. Cause That's n- interesting? It's interesting to me because, you know, this look. This is the Greg show. <laughs> this is the fucking Greg show. This is body armor. Like body armor is now the... Body armor? Body armor is the official sports drink of the NCAA tournament. And they actually had some shit go down with them where... I think they were advertising that they put something in the drink that wasn't actually in it. Maybe it was like the amount of protein or some type of... Maybe it was the number of calories. I'm not 100% sure. Um, But it's real interesting to me. For me, someone who knows this story, and now the commercials that they have... Not only are they the drink sponsor and all their logos are on all the cups. They have a commercial with James Harden and Chris Paul where Chris Paul is is calling James Harden on a rotary phone. It's like, oh, he wouldn't call him on a rotary phone. And then James Harden's typing his bracket on a typewriter. And James Harden wouldn't be typing his bracket on a typewriter. And then and then it goes, time for a new sports drink. Time to move over, Gatorade. We're here. Like, what? Like, you straight up just called them out like that in the NCAA? Like, it's it's, sorry, it's insane to me.
1: And, and are, just what what
0: are, what are some other commercials you've seen recently, Greg? <laughs> well, do you okay, no, no. no I got I got one. I got one. I got something that's real funny. Do you remember No. do you remember the Super Bowl no. with the whole the whole Stop. Bud Light and the corn syrup? Yes. Yeah. Well, now Miller Lite made a commercial where it's them filming that commercial. <laughs> where it's them filming that commercial and then when he and then they they're like cut and so everyone stops. They <laughs> go back to the set and they show all of the actors who are dressed up in the Bud Light stuff going to drink going to grab Miller Lights from the fridge and Miller Lights just uses some motto that's along the lines of let's talk about what real people think like what and then Bud Light I'm, came back at them and was like I, hey Miller no, Light we heard you he made a commercial I, I'm gonna
1: edit this together so it sounds like you're confessing to the murder of Natalie Wood <laughs> because that's way more interesting than what's happening right now <laughs> Please tell me you know who Natalie Wood is. Who's Natalie Wood? Oh, man. You never saw West Side Story? I don't remember that part. That wasn't a part of West Side Story, man. It's a movie. It's a musical. I know, but I don't remember. Natalie Wood was the lead actress. She got murdered. There was a the whole thing. No one knows who did it.
0: Never heard about that.
1: Yeah, she got pushed off of a boat and drowned.
0: You want to go back to commercials? No, because that's this is
1: way more... All right, Greg, I'm wrapping up. You got anything anything pertinent left to say before we finish this shit up?
0: I really appreciate it, Josh. In all seriousness, I was thinking about it today. Uh, I was on a couple radio shows in college with my friends who were in MassCom, and I forgot how much fun I had doing them. And I remembered how much of a great time we had when Corn was here and Caroline was here and we were talking about rugby. And Caroline is here again. Sorry. Uh, but thank you for giving me the opportunity to do this again. I had a lot of fun and hope maybe you're going to invite me back. I, uh, I, I don't know after this one.
1: I think there's a, I think there's a strong chance, Craig, that you are still invited to come back on the show. Excellent. All right.
0: Can I send them off?
1: Do you know how all the social stuff?
0: Mm. I'll tell
1: you what, let me see all the social stuff and then you can send it off. All right. All right, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at JuicingPod. Pod. If you want to reach us via email, you can do so at juicingthenumbers.gmail.com. At and if you want to reach out our website, look at the show notes for this episode or any previous episodes, you can do so at
0: slash website. That was Juicing the Numbers. That's it. <laughs>